Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Maddie D. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. Happy Pancake Tuesday. Oh, thank you so much. Is it Pancake Tuesday? It is. Do you not celebrate that? I do now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. I heard it's Pancake Tuesday, and I'm looking forward to dinner. Okay, good. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you're only going to eat pancakes for dinner. <laughs> cheers. Um, welcome, everyone, to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Oh, See, I, I'm into it now. Turning <laughs> yeah, I'm turning it on you. I like it now. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you didn't expect that, eh? <laughs> yeah, no. I looked him right in the eye. We said it together, and he doesn't yeah. like it. Um, yeah, I'm the host, uh, Freddie Rivas. Uh, so uh, thanks so much for listening to the podcast, obviously. Um, Maddie D., can you tell them where to find the pod? You know what? We really would appreciate a rating on iTunes and sure. Stitcher. Uh, Player FM, I don't think you can rate there. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> you... A lot of folks listen to their pods there, though. No worries. Yeah, yeah. Freddie's a big fan of Player FM. Uh, <laughs> I'm hip. I like Spotify. Wow. Cheers. Um, oh, my. And my you can also go to dunkspodcast.com. We've got all our links there that you can have a little click and uh, go where you like. Beautiful. Willy Wonka there. You know what I mean? Okay. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's uh, let, let's bring on our guests, shall we? Sure. Um, okay. She's back after a while. Uh, she's yeah. been uh, writing for all the shows you're watching. Her for, fourth um, time on the pod. That's right. She's uh, she's hilarious. She's cool. She's a, she's a basketball friend. Give it up at home for Catherine Niker. Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, you can say hello during no, the song. No, we like to see. Yeah. <laughs> she got really scared when you said hello when the song started. Like, I, I forgot about the musical intro. No, if you say hello at the wrong time, we play that song and then cops come oh, and arrest God, you. God, do we need to do it over again? <laughs> no, no, okay. we're good. Um, how you doing? Thanks for doing the pod. I'm great. Thanks for uh, having me here once again. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Uh, we got a huge Houston game tonight, so uh, we'll we'll won't be talking too much about that, but uh, we will be talking about all all Raptors things, all NBA things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, it's his first time on the pod. All right, uh, good friends of Alan Shane Lewis, Sweet. Who's a super friend of the pod. Oh yeah, um, he knows his sports. Uh, he knows his shit. He's a cool guy. Give it up for Ryan Henry. I'm just excited to have a musical drop. I've never yeah. had that. Before, <laughs> hey man, so. it feels cool, and, and, and I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. vibing. I'm, I'm liking it. And uh, good, good friend uh, of Alan Shane, I'll use loosely. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Oh. You, know, you know what? You could tell him that. Let's uh, <laughs> let's walk that right back immediately. <laughs> Alan Shane Lewis. You know what? I said he's a, a super friend of the pod. Let me walk that back too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, How good of a friend is he? Really? Yeah. Does, let's you know? not right? forget he <laughs> cheated me in bump. That's true. Uh, it was a high profile scenario. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it mattered. But then Barry um, from Comedy Records came over and handed Alan a wad of cash. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And then Alan looked at me and said, "I need this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I thought to myself, but you do too. Yeah. To me. Well. Um, but uh, okay, let's let's get cracking on some stuff. Uh, the segment um, that's died many a death oh, uh, is yeah. still alive. It's uh, it's Kyle Lowry on the all time <laughs> three point list. He passed someone since the last podcast. Matt, can you give me the uh, the the sound, please? 
That's right. That's a Hunger <laughs> Games canon. Games canon. That's right. Kyle has eliminated, not really, but he has passed Manu Ginobili. As he moves up, he murders each one of those people. Yeah, 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 the people are dead. So um, anyone, he's 30th all time or 32nd. Uh, well, NBA all time. NBA oh, all time. At first I thought you meant like Raptors all time. No, no, he's he's well in the lead for Raptors all time threes. Oh, that's great. He's at 1,500 threes in his career. And uh, yeah, take that, Manu Ginobili. It was Michael Finley a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And... Uh, there's a couple other guys he's coming for who I forget because I'm yeah. not looking at basketball reference. I got to go back to the cannonball store because he's passing so many people. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go get a cannonball. Uh, I'm You're assuming. Going to South Carolina this week. Can you get pick up a couple cannonballs? I'll pick up a couple cannonballs from Fort Sumter <laughs> uh, where the Civil War started. Um, Perfect. Sweet. Uh, I guess before we do the, uh, before we start talking about Raptor stuff, mm-hmm. Matt. Tell me something I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> this is a rookie move. Tell me something I don't know about Jimmy King. Jimmy King. He, uh, just to remind Raptors fans, he played 62 games for the Raptors in their first season. He was a part of the University of Michigan's Fab Five. Okay. Do you know who the Fab Five are? No, they no, were, I, I never heard of them, yeah. Matt. Well, not the Beatles. They're not like the... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Of Michigan basketball. Yes. Do you know this Fab Five? Uh-huh. You do. Jalen Rose? Ray Jackson, Chris yeah. Webber, you know these guys? I heard of those guys, yeah. Cool. He was not a part. There was a big scandal with the Fab Five uh, in Michigan uh, mm-hmm. where their booster, they had to go in, like, in front of a grand jury. Right. And, and you know, you've heard about this? Oh, yeah. The the Fab Five is like basketball history. Oh, is Although it? Although I'm, I'm curious where Jimmy King comes in because I feel um, like I should know about well, it. Well, because he was, he was a part of that group, but he was not... Um, I guess tied in with the players that that were accused of taking money. Oh, so, so, Jim, so he, Jimmy King is like, "Hey, I'm around. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, he's George Harrison of the Fab Five group. Okay, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you know in 2006 he worked as a financial advisor for Merrill Lynch on Wall Street? No, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, how about in 2011 when he was arrested for failure to pay back child support and uh, was incarcerated? In the same jail as his old teammate Jalen Rose at the same time. What? Jalen Rose wow. was in jail for a DUI for a couple weeks. <laughs> a I few yeah. weeks. I didn't know yeah. he, a few I 14, know a few weeks. 14, is, no, fourteen days. That's that's a, that's a, Rose, fourteen yeah. days for a DUI. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that seems <laughs> incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Well that, that seems, means that means you caused some real damage. Perhaps. Typically, but also, I don't know. You never know. It could know be linked to the whole mass incarceration thing. Yeah. Also, that. You never know, Crazy. you know. Um, 14 days or DUI. I know. An NBA star? What? Yeah. Okay, good. Let's, let's go back to Jimmy King. Like, so okay, he well, got out of jail. He got, yeah, six months yeah. for him, but he yeah. got out of jail. And, and back to Wall Street or what? No, he's a high school basketball coach in Michigan now. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for him. So nice okay. little uh, happy ending for, yeah. for Jimmy King. For Jimmy. Uh-huh. All right. How many years was he in the league? Uh, not long. I think he left in 97 and then went around to like Europe and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, but he was yeah. done the NBA. Cool. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, let's let's get to some Raptors talk. Matt, would you give me that Raptors sting? Welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. These stings are really coming together, buddy. <laughs> Solid sting. I must say. This is my like pro I'm a posi- fun guy. My pro positivity <laughs> <laughs> for Matt. Although now I'm mad again because you looked at me when I started talking and pressed the fun guy thing. Um 
Okay, let's uh, let's get right to it. Ryan, I'll start with you. Um, so uh, I want to talk uh, potential first round matchups. Uh, it might be a little bit early. It's probably is a little bit early, but I think uh, the Raptors seem to be set in the one to two matchup. You know, maybe something happens, um, but maybe Indiana, you know, continues to not lose and and we lose a couple games and dip to the third. But it doesn't really seem that likely. Um, it's probably going to be Brooklyn or Detroit. Uh, Orlando's in there. Charlotte's in there. Miami's trailing, you know, quite a bit, but I guess they're potentially there, you know, if we go to first and they end up being the eighth seed. Uh, so with all that said, um, why don't you just kind of like uh, pick a team um, that, that that you want to talk about the, in terms of the Raptors' uh Facing in the first first round, like who's like who's someone that wouldn't worry you maybe, and who's someone that's like oh crap, you know that might be like tough or something. So I was looking at the matchup. If the playoffs started today, we get the Nets, which right. obviously everyone's probably like, yeah, you know that's great. We'll we'll take care of them. The only thing is, if you look at like the last like two or three matchups, either I think they had us in one. I think they mm-hmm. took one from us. Yep, and then the other two were really really close yeah um to be honest i don't think that's a cakewalk i don't either and i think they could at the end of the day i think the raptors can easily obviously they should dispose of them but i think they could be looking at like a four two thing um but simply sheer off of sheer star power uh after uh, oh my god masai i love this guy i know brings in mark (laughs) um all, all these guys danny Kawhi, and and honestly i think the raptors have a big three uh, with with Lowry, uh, for Gasol, sure, and Kawhi, I think so too. That star power enough is obviously going to take us past the first round, no matter if it's Brooklyn or uh, the Pistons. Which yeah. uh, you know what? After uh, that game the other night, uh, Casey has some sort of well, it's not some sort of vendetta, but he has a vendetta. oh, he's starting to slip some stuff in yeah. there. The Casey heel <laughs> storyline is growing. You know, it's good. It's like a flower that like every time that uh, the Pistons play the Raptors it's getting watered just a bit yeah you know what I mean like um, whether it's giving like a nurse like a limp handshake or being like <laughs> yeah he did or or, or like um, limp what, what, what did he say he's like uh, he's like you walk into Detroit and there's uh, you know you see that they've the won three championships and yeah. and you walk into the uh, Toronto and you see that they've won none and there, yeah. is, there is a little that's caveat there. true it's shade like, yeah like <laughs> like Heads up, you were there for a bit, though. You know what I mean? You were, you were here for seven years. But um, I'm actually kind of a Casey apologist, so I'm not, I'm not going to go in too hard on Casey. Yeah, you love Casey, right? I do, I do. But um, I, I would love an, an emotionally loaded first round playing oh, Detroit. Oh, yeah. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Um, Catherine, is there anyone who's, who scares you at all? I mean, yeah, the like I think honestly, as much as I love the Raptors, if we're facing Pistons in the first round, I do think we eventually win. But that's a six or seven game series. No wow, seven games. Yeah, yeah, no doubt because you know we're, we're the Raptors. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I don't want to go into an emotional trap. I don't want an emotional trap. You know what I mean? But like, it's true, and and you know what? Like Casey knows us, right? Like he knows us, and you could tell like that play at the end of regulation that game the other night you know 
Nick Nurse was like, what's the one play I can draw up that Casey doesn't know? Right. Right. Like it was very much that kind of move to that like toss cool it. Play. It was a cool play to like toss it across the court and like mm-hmm. pass it to Gasol. And like, I think I saw a post game thing where he was kind of like, well, yeah, you can only really throw out a move like that once, you know, because <laughs> he's so like into like having a, a an unpredictable mm-hmm. offense, something people can't really see it coming and with Casey like that's going to be a real challenge for him you know I'm not saying he's going to get like out coached fully or anything like that but like it's you're going to see him really drawn up some interesting things we probably haven't seen yet yeah, in for a series sure. like that. Yeah, it would be like the the perfect counter of like I could see you know the Pistons series series starting and you know Casey's going around the locker room, he's handing out like his player cards, his role cards, being oh, like yeah. Drummond, you're the rebounder, and you're gonna be <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like he, he's gonna be doing all that, and then like uh, I could see Nurse just being like, okay, uh, our team's just like pick up fifty two, you know what I mean? He just like tosses the deck yeah. and everyone scrambles for cards, and also, he's like, that's my style. Yeah, also too like <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry that was. That was pretty dumb, but I liked it. Uh, I was just going to say like 52 pickups. Sorry. That's what I was trying to say. Right, 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 right. Just that all the expectations are on us. Right. So it's like not only does Casey have the vendetta and the motivation and like the team's going to feel that just to support him. Mm -hmm. They don't have the expectations to do well like we do. Right. So I just feel like they're going to be really relaxed and they're going to be really confident. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I kind of think Detroit and Brooklyn and maybe Orlando are the teams that could bother us a little bit. But I think I'm I think I'm pretty firmly on the side of we have too much talent to really be uh, mess with that hard in the first round. Um, I thought Blake earlier in the season when Kawhi played against Detroit did a really good job on Kawhi. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Kawhi kind of like over overpowers people most of the time and uh stanley johnson was pretty good on him uh blake was pretty good on him um but yeah i think over the course of a series a guy like reggie jackson is just not gonna play well enough no. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but and, and and brooklyn i think similarly you know maybe we get a super super hot brooklyn where you know like i mean the, the game i was at crab hit six threes in the first quarter um I'm sorry, not Crab. Uh, was it Crab? Harris. Who won the Joe three-point Harris. contest? Joe, yeah. Joe Harris. Joe, wait. Tobias oh, Sorry, Harris? it actually might have been Alan Crab, even though Joe Harris. No, Joe no, Harris. no. It's, it's not Tobias Harris. Oh. It was Joe Harris. Joe who, Harris, three-point champ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it was Alan Crab who hit six threes. Anyways, the point being, I, I think between, you know, Russell, who's really broken out this year, and and Crab, and, and Alan's a really nice prospect. Even Levert is kind of coming around. Uh, you know, I think there's they they would have to have their best game basically every night to oh, beat us. Yeah, they need everything to go right to, yeah. to beat us. It's, it, it comes down to star power, and the Raptors just have too much of it. Yeah. Um. So I, I I could see Brooklyn pulling off two. You know, maybe one away, maybe even one at home, just off of a. Uh, uh, again, it, all of these games are going to be tight. I don't see mm-hmm. I don't see us blowing them out. Um. And I don't see and I see them giving us a shot, but it's. I'm I'm kind of in this position where I actually was so happy when Casey in Detroit got their first win against the Raptors Me too. Uh, in the first game. <laughs> yeah, but after what you ran off the court. Yeah, I know. I'm done with the revenge tour as well. After yeah. that, I'm done with it. But like, 
when I see Casey and the comments he's made like all season, I think the first time he was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm looking at these guys' plays and and they're running the same stuff that mm-hmm. I, I was running. I just feel like he's like the the forgotten child, you know, yeah. like. The, he he they, the Raptors gave birth to him, then Nick Nurse comes in, new baby. You know he's getting all the toys. Yeah. Uh, the Raptors pick up guy. I, I get the I love vendetta. the baby analogy by the way. <laughs> I get I get the vendetta because it's like I'm a I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, right? Uh, and I'm pretty sure Allen's probably said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to talk about that, but. Uh, he won us a ring in 2011 just off of his defense. Right. You, you get uh, Masai who brings in two defensive toys mm-hmm. that he does not get to use. That's right. And you get Kawhi, who's arguably, in my opinion, top three player in this league, like right now, even before he got injured. Uh, best two-way player in the league. Uh, and then you get his running mate, the best three and D player we've had in Danny Green. And and he doesn't even get to use them. And now <laughs> Nick Nurse comes in, you know, new baby. Oh, everyone loves him. He gets the toys and, and the Raptors are doing great. So I completely understand why, you know, Dwayne is is just like pissed because, you know, if the roles are reversed and, you know, this never happened and he, he does get this team. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing either better, if not the exact same record. Oh, man, I couldn't agree more. So I, I feel like... Um Sorry, and for everyone who listens, I'm realizing I say I feel like a lot when I start to speak. So whatever, I got some isms. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, no, with uh, with 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 Demar and with uh, the Kawhi trade and uh, and with Casey and Nurse, there's been a lot of assumptions going forward. I think that people uh, assume that all of this success is 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 because of is addition by subtraction and i i don't know if anyone can accurately predict how we'd be uh with casey and Kawhi and danny green or with nurse um without the trade for instance so what if nurse was juggling um Pirtle who would need minutes uh ibaka who would need minutes and jv who would need minutes how would how would that how would the season have shaped out i i think it's i mean yeah you can have your opinions and uh, i i'm i'm kind of in the place where i feel like what nurse has done with the experimentation has been good and will hopefully pay off in the playoffs pay off in the playoffs and um but I think it's unfair to say that this team would be worse right now if Casey were coaching. And I, I definitely agree with you that, if anything, uh, he'd probably prioritize um, winning regular season games more. Yeah. So maybe we'd be a bit more burnt out, but we'd probably be uh, first in the league in terms of record. Oh, for sure. Uh, based on Casey's kind of coaching style. Um, yeah, maybe we'd be more predictable when the playoffs were coming around. But, um, Catherine, I feel like you got something well, to say. Well, the only thing I kind of disagree agree with is I just think like any coach in Casey's position at the end of last season probably loses their job. You know what I mean? Like, I just right. think like that's, he that's had, totally fair. He had a long we got run here. Yeah, we got embarrassed. Well, and it Bronto. wasn't, it wasn't even Come on, the first sucked. time we've been embarrassed in the <laughs> no, playoffs no, either. No, no. You know what I mean? So it was just like, I think it was just time. You know, I, I agree. Maybe the regular season wouldn't be that different, but 
really it's the playoffs where we will see if there's a true difference or not. Uh, yeah, I think that's right? totally fair. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, there's something to the fact that, you know, when someone gets traded or leaves, slowly fans start to be like, yeah, I never liked that guy anyways. Yeah. And, and I always want to be like, I like Casey. I like JV. Yeah. I like DeRozan. And I love Kawhi. And actually, I like Nurse quite a bit, too. I, and I wonder, like, if Casey's bitterness comes from the fact that he lost his job or from the fact that he was replaced by Nurse. I think both. Because you know Nurse I mean? was definitely nipping at his heels. And, you know, back to Dallas and Carlisle and stuff, we're still running a lot of those two point guard lineups. You know, against Detroit, we started Lowry and Lynn. That's like a, right. I mean, I, I don't know if you can attribute it to Casey or Carlisle or, or, or what exactly, but, or was it, St- I don't know who the coach was. Was it Terry Stotts? Terry Stotts. Yeah, at the time. But um, yeah, you know, there, there was the Berea, Jason Kidd. They won a championship like that. So, uh, and I think that Casey helped to popularize that in the NBA with our roster, whether it's like Fred and, uh, and DeLon or you know, way back to Vasquez and Lou Williams and whatever. Um, so there's some legit resentment there and I feel like that's fair, but also I, I think Messiah was under a lot of pressure and he needed to make a move and he did. And, or at least he felt that felt that way. Yeah. He felt like he needed to make a move. So I think he made like five, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I think he needed to make all those moves. Like not to to Harper like no, on this, but I really do think he needed to make all those moves because to not be embarrassed like that or to at least give yourselves the chance to not be embarrassed like that going forward, you need at least a bit of a culture shift. And that only happens with, yeah. with changing people. Unfortunately, it's just, yeah, no, I think, I think narratively we were stuck. Yeah. And even if LeBron left, yeah, the stink might have been too much. Yeah, like um, I think Casey is a great coach, but I do think it ran its course here. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Sorry, Casey apologist, Freddie Rivas. No, I, I, maybe I'm a Casey realist. But I, I guess I, wow. I, I, understand his, I understand his frustration. Um, I definitely was like also sad. Like that, that image, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the image of them like wheelbarrowing, like having that giant rock he brought uh, in a wheelbarrow and it was like broken. I oh, was yeah, like, the oh wheel, man, the wheel even, blew even the logistics of Casey that leaving so are heavy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Kawhi, and um, yeah, I guess this is kind of open ended. Um, let's start with you this time, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what's what's your temperature take on Kawhi? Like when you like, how are you are you appreciating this season for what it is as as a potential one off? Uh, he's potentially also having the you know. I'd say arguably the best season of any Raptor ever. Um, you probably have to go back to some Vince prime years for comparison. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some Bosch years in there, but probably not. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I mean, don't, to, I don't wanna... to me, it's like, <laughs> I mean, so far so good. Like I don't, I don't, as of right now, it's hard to say whether it was like a bad gamble or not, right? Like, I'm happy with his performance. I am a little confused about the load management only because before I was like, I get it. Okay, he's not playing in back to backs, (laughs) but now it's like he's just playing every other game. Right. And I don't really understand like I don't understand it so I can't really be against it because I'm just okay I feel like as a fan I'm just sort of left in the dark about it but does that bother you a bit yeah because if it's like a medical thing usually that's disclosed right like usually those are 
those things are pretty transparent. Right. So I am a bit curious about that. Also in my mind, because I don't really know what's happening, uh, but in my mind, if I'm Kyle Lowry, I'm like, where's my load management? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where's my special treatment? I'm not getting any younger. My back hurts. I'm wrapping up my whole body in towels for some reason lately. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, like, every new layer of a towel on Kyle's head post game yeah. is great. Like, I hope that's his version of like a playoff beard where we go deep into the playoffs yeah. and he just has like everyone's towel on his head. I mean, in my it's mind, good. that's just like his happy place yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. fine by me. So, I mean, right now that's the only thing I'm kind of questioning. And I just think the state of free agency is just so crazy, so unpredictable, so wild. Like, for example, I mean, we're not going to get into it, but just as an example, the fact that people are talking about Kevin Durant leaving mm-hmm. to join the Knicks. Think about it. He's on one of the greatest teams of all time. They're winning right. championships. No, nope. that's he wants to play for James Dolan. Yeah, Sorry. like it's just so crazy <laughs> that that's like a realistic conversation. So I feel like if if Kawhi does leave, it's not because we did something right to, to, for him to want to leave. It's just the state of basketball and free agency right now is just so wild. Yeah, I think we've played it fairly perfectly and and Kawhi's nature of being quiet has also helped you know Kyrie's making a lot of noise uh Durant's uh making a lot of noise uh Jimmy Butler forced his way out of town yeah like if Um, they form a superpower right then that's different like how they did with Miami and stuff because then it's like he's leaving a good situation for an even better situation that potentially right like that makes sense but if he's just leaving to join some random big city get out of Canada organization like I I really would not understand a move like that so uh, where where, where are you at Ryan are you consumed with you know Kawhi's future or are you kind of are you consumed with his fit on the team right now where where are you at when when this trade first happened I had the, the the very stupid emotional response in the first 10 minutes and, yeah. I, and I went off and, and That's I, I did my too, mom yeah. called me and she's like Freddie I feel sick <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God it's like Tamar <laughs> no, I swear to God and we had an emergency podcast and yeah. my mom was we a did. guest on that episode oh yeah. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it runs it's yeah. like we love Tamar so it, it was hard because the only thing that stuck in my head uh, all all along was I do not want to play here and I want to be in LA mm-hmm. but the thing is and and this is the thing about Kawhi. No one has ever physically seen this man on video say, I want to go to L.A. That's and right. I don't want to be here. It's never actually come out of his mm-hmm. mouth. Mm-hmm. We keep hearing it from it, it's his uncle yeah. or, or his agent or whoever. So, you know, I've warmed up to it. I'm okay with it, whether he stays or goes. The, the most recent comments that did actually come from him at All-Star Weekend funny you say temperature is he loves the state of basketball in Toronto. He loves the fans. He loves the organization. We're doing a good job, but it's the weather that's going to kill us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it sucks if we lose him because it's too cold. Thankfully he'll play into June. You know what I mean? (laughs) We'll see what happens to the city in the summer. Maybe he'll forget how cold it's been. We're having a a very abrupt spring, so it it should get warm real fast. Well, Kawhi takes things slow. You know what I mean? So (laughs) nice ease in the spring, please. But I mean, imagine like being in a real, like, 
I don't know. It's almost like being on The Bachelor. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just like you're doing everything right. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but the weather. Like imagine <laughs> how frustrating that would be. Like you, just, it's like Bomber and Nurse. Yeah. And Nurse has his like best suit on. And Bomber <laughs> just has like basically like like a beach look. Like, yeah, I bet, I bet yeah. Nurse talks to Kawhi like it's his son. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like he just like puts his arm around and he's just like, how's it going today, buddy? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, there's uh, uh, the Matt's favorite guy, Bobby Webster, did admit. <laughs> yeah, um, every time I mention Masai, uh, Matt will always be like, "Don't forget about Bobby Webster." <laughs> Do you want to play yeah, it? <laughs> Love to. Here we go. Fan favorite right here. Uh-oh. Paging Bobby Webster. Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> saying "Paging Bobby Webster," echoing through the Scotia Bank. But he 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 did say he did say he had a plan. To retain Kawhi, so it, I I think there's there's a healthy amount of transparency I feel like going on between Kawhi's camp and the Raptors, which didn't seem to be the case in San Antonio, and I feel like that makes me that puts me at ease a little bit. Yeah. Um, and everyone seems to be focusing on winning or focused on winning a championship this year, which also I feel like kind of crystallizes this whole thing. All, all these other big free agents, it seems like they're consumed with. Um, what's happening in the summer and like for whatever reason um, Kawhi and the Raptors um, I think have fairly successfully put that to the sideline even yeah. though I think that's because we're consistent we're playing well and we're playing well together right <coughs> I think that's a huge part of that that that's yeah not the main dialogue around uh, the franchise right now. I think ultimately it's just going to come down to how the playoffs are. You know what I mean? It's like a if big part we of it for sure. if we at least meet expectations, we have a good chance of keeping them. If we finish the seat or the playoffs below expectations, or we get embarrassed somehow, or these playoff ghosts resurface somehow, mm-hmm. then he's definitely out. Yeah. I think that's yeah. end of the day. It's winning. If, if we yeah. win a championship or even get to the finals, he's going to mm-hmm. see that and be like, Hey, like this team's great. There's no egos. Uh, the organization loves me. They're going to Toronto's doing like, we just brought in a, a Spaniard, uh, Mark Saul. We bought Jeremy Lin. Totally. Like we're such a multicultural city. And like yeah. every time they, they bring in someone, I'm like, they're going to love it here. Cause like, Every game you go to, you're seeing uh, Spanish flags. You're seeing like, for sure, yeah. A- any any culture, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think he he's going to see that. He's going to appreciate that. He's going to love that. Even when Giannis comes here, he has like f- f- how many fifty Greeks just sitting. In the, <laughs> oh yeah, in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the crowd. You know, Giannis is hitting up the Danforth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. he's hitting up the Danforth for sure. That's going to be really key. Is how well we do against Milwaukee. I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I don't think anyone's gonna pick us to beat Milwaukee. No, in, in a in an Eastern final, like if yeah, I don't think. I think the lead the odds, up, the the odds lead are up against will, us. Yeah, they're, they're the favorite, and I think yeah. that they've earned that. But how they do in the playoffs um, versus how we do leading up to that, I think will will really kind of. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Ryan? I was just thinking because. At the end of the day, I think playoff Kawhi, and this it's going back to to why he's sitting. I don't think it's his choice. I think it's our like medical, and that that's just telling him, "Hey, just chill, sit. Mm-hmm. We want you ready." And I think we're Raptor fans are going to see that in the playoffs. Okay, this is why we sat him down. Yeah, he's going to have those thirty point playoff games. He's going to be a 
defensive gem. He's going to return back to form. People forget uh, before Zaza and oh my God, Zaza. Before Zaza, I know maybe that, maybe that's out. why he didn't play against Detroit. Yeah, he's like I'm not playing against that yeah. guy. He's nut. Before <laughs> Zaza took this guy out, I swear he was on the way to beating Golden State that year. The Spurs were going to beat Golden State that year, and I think he can do that. I think he can match up with Giannis, um, Kawhi. There's video evidence of. I think it was uh, the Spurs in the Heat in the finals. And when Kawhi was checking back into the game, you could see LeBron James' face is just like, like you could just, yeah. He, yeah. He, he was pissed. He wasn't having it. He does not want to see Kawhi in the game. And I think Kawhi has that effect. And he, that we're going to see that in playoff time. And, and this, this fan base is going to go ballistic. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of my first realizations of that is when we played Philly and just seeing Ben Simmons like fully spooked at Kawhi and then after the game he was like I didn't know how good he was his hands are yeah, yeah. he literally was like he was like I didn't understand that uh, that Toronto had a, a, a slender man you know what I mean like yes. figure on their team who just creeps up to you and like and like stares at you and palms the ball and takes it away um yeah, the, the, there's been times this season where it's like a cat playing with a mouse. Yeah, uh, when he's dribbling the ball, it's like, yeah. oh, you're just gonna, you're gonna at some point just hand the ball to Kawhi. That's how good mm-hmm. his defense is. Yeah. Um, okay, before we move on from from Kawhi stuff, though, uh, I think we kind of covered this. But any last thoughts on his load management and, and and its effect on the team and the team chemistry, or is it all is it all a big picture thing like you're saying, Ryan, in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, a, a straight up big picture thing. Um, it's definitely not going to happen in the playoffs. One, there's no back to back in the playoffs. We're playing him every right. single game, and he's going to be healthy. He's but will ready. we have the chemistry needed? You know, I, I'm thinking like Kawhi, Kawhi and Gasol. Yeah. How's that? How's their? their how's their passing? You know, all, all those little kind of like. I think nuances. I think that's going to be there. I don't I don't see it being a problem. I think the twenty odd games that we have left are going to be more than enough. Now that Gasol, I I think he's permanently in the start at least for now. It seems like uh, I was I was talking about this with uh, with my brother Thomas today. Like uh, Nurse is kind of doing the 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 gentleman thing where he's saying like, oh, we'll split games uh, between Gasol starting and Ibaka <laughs> starting, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs. And then the playoffs come are going to come around. He's going to be like, oh well, uh, Gasol is going to start because he's uh, <laughs> yeah, better. I'm, I'm sure behind yeah. closed doors he's told Ibaka straight up. Yeah. And Ibaka was already down with the, he was yeah, down with doing yeah. that with JV. So I think he's going to be down to yeah, do yeah. that with Gasol. Like, that yeah, I don't think he's going to have a problem with it. No ego. So where are you feeling with the with the uh, Kawhi's effect on the chemistry? Do you think it's having a negative effect at all, or, or not? No, really? I don't think so. I think the team. If we were like a significantly younger team, then I right. think it would have a greater effect. But I think everybody has thankfully sort of bought in. Yeah. and know what's up, and I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad this is so optimistic. All things are good with Kawhi. At least this part. He's being seen on King <laughs> yeah. Street. You know, he went to. Uh, Went to that taco place, Wilbur. Did he? Yeah, I got a quesadilla. <laughs> he did. He's out. Um, he's, he's out going, and about. I, oh, my God. In the cold, okay? I love that that's what we care about as fans. We're like, yo, we left the house. Yeah. Buddy, did you get <laughs> a bulgogi us. taco or what? <laughs> we had Carabana this summer, and I was like, he better be outside. And, yes. And I and I didn't hear it. I don't even think he was in Toronto this yeah, past summer. Yeah, I, I think he only came at training yeah. camp. Yeah. I'm like, you need to be here. I There's know. There's a lot going on I in this city. Know. Yeah. Um, 
Hell, let's bring him out to Pride. Well, yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's let him experience the city. Yeah, all the parades um, are fun. Sit in on a session of a uh, city council. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we'll, like let him really experience yeah. like the life of a, a. I think there's a picture of him out with Drake. So when I saw that, yes. I was like, okay. Oh, if you're out with Drake, then that's a that's a good sign. And and uh, that's a good sign. apparently Danny Green was cropped out of that, which Danny Green <laughs> said. He's like, I guess I was cropped out of that. And I'm like, that's hilarious. We already know you're staying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, even in, in that Detroit game, there's a really good clip I saw on Instagram of I forget who's shooting the three. They hit it. Um, in Detroit, I forget who it was, but Kawhi's on the bench and he's screaming in his ear, like 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 uh, he's in his Kawhi suit. Um, was it Kyle? Uh, no, no, he's shooters. screaming like at the Philly play or at the uh, at the Detroit shooters. Um, oh, yeah, I, 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 maybe it was Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Let's just say it's Reggie Jackson, but he was screaming in his ear. Like trying to make him miss the shot, and he stood up, good off the bench. So I'm like, Kawhi's he's pretty, into it. He's he's into it. He's pretty active. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting uh, I was at the Portland game where he hit that shot, and and Pascal's all in his face. So uh, <laughs> things are going well. Things are going well. Um, okay, let's move on to the NBA. But before we move on to the NBA, Matt, mm. can you tell me something I don't know about New Raptor Marcus Ole? Okay. Well, I've got a couple things here. Let's just start off with a fun one. Did you know his nickname in high school was Big Burrito? Yes. You knew that. Good. I, I haven't seen a younger picture of him until today, and I was like, well, okay. Yeah, there he's was a changed. lot of... He's yeah, changed. He's, he's changed. He, you know, I mean, let's just call it what it was. He had some fat shaming oh. yeah, coming into did. the league. Yeah, people were really mean. Just going to say, the, the Houston Rockets referred to him as man boobs when they were scouting Yes. Him. Jeez Louise. And they've actually since said that they regret that, and they, they feel ashamed that they... Because he's a good player. Yeah. He's amazing. Well, he's a good player, and he's a good guy, and I think they were like, that was very mean. But yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do have to hear that. Did you know that he fell in love with fast food when he moved to the States? Uh, wow, no, Matt. No. You just don't get it. <laughs> My God. Uh, I'm just trying to give some backstory to why all these nicknames came about. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I didn't realize this, that he moved with his parents to Memphis when Powell was playing for Memphis to like just support him and like right. get into the high school system there. I knew that. So it's kind of like a hometown thing for Marcus. It is to be in in Memphis. It is. Yeah. The, uh, the Memphis, uh, franchise had a Gasol, um, basically since its inception until That's the right. trade deadline. That's crazy. I know. It's like 18 years of a Gasol. Did you know that he, uh, like last summer, was a part of something called Proactive Open Arms, where instead of going, you know about this. I know a lot about Marcus Gasol, oh so you God. better hit me with something I don't know, but say that. That's a really cool story. Okay, so Proactive Open Arms is a charity that essentially assists in the rescue of people who are shipwrecked, trying to leave places like Libya in the Mediterranean Sea. Oh. So people get turned away from Italy. Italy doesn't right. like refugees, so they the ship ends up sinking or something and he like actually assisted with like pulling people and bodies out of the water wow. last summer. Wow. And it that's really incredible. changed him, he said. So Yeah. He's a hero. Yeah. That's crazy. Um the other thing I have here about him is uh do you know he was the first European first European to win the defensive player of the year? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, actually. that's cool. That probably yeah. That, yeah, I yeah. guess probably I guess that up. makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. who else would it have been? Not Dirk. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Um, I didn't realize he was the very first European. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and the other 
thing I have is that him and Powell were also the first Europeans to be named all-star starters in the all-star game. Whoa. That's a surprise. Yeah. Wait, you think you go, first Dirk? And you go, no, he didn't. He never started before them. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's it's crazy. time. Did we, Dirk It's time we start? tell Dirk to fuck off. Nicest guy. It's time to take that guy down a bit, yeah. you know? You're coming off the bench, Dirk, at the All-Star game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Matt, That's uh, cool. that was well, a good one. I'm impressed that you've read up on him. He's he's uh, he's a favorite player of mine, so I I, I know mm. I know quite a few things about Marcus Gasol, but I didn't know the uh, the All Star stuff and the uh, Defensive Player of the Year stuff. So cheers! I'll give you a C plus. Okay, wow. okay, I'll take that. Uh, what I took that you? all through Harsh. high school. I'll take it again now. <laughs> Whoa! Didn't need it just to get by. Bringing back harsh memories. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't you give me that Raptors sting? Uh, NBA. Mm. NBA this sting. Is Okay, I can't make fun of you for the weird honking noise because I said Raptor Sting instead of NBA Sting. So. I wanted to play the Adam Silver one because did you hear what he said about the NBA and how he talked to players and yes. most of them are unhappy. What? And he, and he blames yeah. social media and headphones. And the generation overall. Yeah. Honestly, cheers. <laughs> Adam Silver, do what you gotta I think do. He just wants people to start talking on the bus again. Yeah. Playing yeah. cards. He can wow. do no wrong. He can do no wrong. I think yeah. that's why they, the NFL wants to steal him. Yeah. That's is that, true. Is that that's a thing? True. Well, they better yeah. not. I'd be yeah. so yeah. pissed. They I'd want be to offer so him. mad. Can you imagine being Adam Silver? Oh, yeah, I, I guess it would just be money, but like everything's so great in the NBA. But like, oh, my God. So, I'd be so um, upset. Do you maybe want to come over to the NFL? Um, let's just say. I would uh, donate to a GoFundMe to keep it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would be so mad. Um, Okay, let's uh, let's start with you, Ryan, on this one. Um, this is just a wonderful. I'm so I was just giggling while writing this question. Who should be more worried, the Lakers or the Celtics? So yeah, like it's a dumpster fire in LA for one. Yes, um, <laughs> and I'm thinking more so like five months, six months. Like, whose worries going to carry over to the summer? You know what? It, it's it's L.A. because I think last season's uh, last postseason, uh, the Celtics proved that they didn't actually need Kyrie to win. Right. Um, they actually I, at one point I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to go to the finals, um, even without Kyrie, even without Hayward. Uh, the young guns on that team were doing so well. There's mm -hmm. something about Kyrie. I don't know what it is, because at the end of at the end of the game, if he has the ball in his hands, Celtics are winning like his his. His clutch gene is is ridiculous, yeah. and I'll always give him the ball, and he proved that this season. But I don't know what it is. That team plays better without him. That team plays better without him. So I don't think they need to be worried if he's gone this summer. Mm -hmm. I think they're absolutely fine. They'll bring in somebody else. Uh, they'll be a cohesive unit with the young guys. L.A. is the one that needs to worry because there's just so much going on there. Um, LeBron, people are beginning to think that, you know what, LeBron just came to L.A. not for basketball decisions. Yeah. It was simply for business. Yeah, he came for Space Jam 2, 3, and 4. And the shop. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's all good. Yeah. Like, he's doing good stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, who do you think should be? Are, are, are you Lakers I, over I Celtics? I feel like or? I have so many thoughts. I'm trying to collect them. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, I, I, I can sound off for a second. <laughs> or, or, no, oh, okay. I, think, I think both should be worried, but I do think it's a bit worse for L.A. when you think right. about the long term, right? Like, short term, like, the Celtics probably aren't going to have the run in the playoffs they hoped for, but 
you know, they can figure it out in the off season and like their management and everything is solid. So yeah, they're still loaded they're, they're with gonna, draft picks. Yeah, and, they're gonna figure it out with or with Kyrie, right? But yeah, like okay, this is okay, this is my little hot take, if you will. Ooh, I like it's not it. even that hot, but like I just I still, I still don't understand why LeBron went to LA. Like I know, okay, people are like, oh, there's like opportunities for him, like after after his like after he retires or whatever, but it's like he is LeBron James. He is the greatest player of his generation. He mm-hmm. could play in any city and still have Space Jam. Yes. He could play in any city and still have these opportunities. They would fly to him. He's LeBron James. Like, I just, I still don't get it. I still don't get why he went to LA. Maybe it was a weather thing for him, you know? He went from <laughs> Cleveland to Miami. Wow, man. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, and that is my hot take. No, no. <laughs> I mean, if the weather is affecting you that harshly, that's so funny. I, I just, I still don't get it. You know, because it's like even okay, even if the like Lakers he were playing, surround himself with happy lights. Yeah. yeah, like even if they were playing well, and even if the Anthony Davis saga didn't happen, right. there's still a first round exit at best. He left a team that was in the finals every year to be a first round exit. And maybe they were like hoping they would get other like people like they're hoping they'd get Paul George and stuff. But it wasn't in writing like it wasn't guaranteed and you weren't in a bad situation. Like why not work with Cleveland to recruit those people? Yeah, I mean, right. Like it just it just also like why go West? You know, if you're still trying to win. Why even go to the West Western Conference? Like it just had, it's, uh, it still doesn't make he sense. He had to go to, to West me. to be the best. No, he tried, he tried to do <laughs> no. that. That is the one knock that people would always say. People would always say that. It's and like, oh, if you were in the West, you would never go. That's to right. Five yeah, but those people years. are foolish. But think think about it. If you're LeBron, those and people you have are foolish. All the confidence in the world. You think, hey, guess what? I'm going to go to LA instead of signing these one year contracts. I'm going to sign a four year contract. Then Paul George is going to join. Then after that, Anthony Davis is going to join. Then we're going to win three championships. And then I'm going to like basically, you know, be the, be the new King of LA and it's going to be me and magic Johnson riding into the sunset. Right. But that's not a, that's not a, that's not a confidence move. That's a narcissist move. That's right? fair. Yeah. No, like just like well, I think that's an important no. distinction. I think that's actually a huge, huge, huge point because um, that actually reflects a lot of uh, you know his story this year, and even the idea that uh, you're going to be that age and not de- not need to like bring your role down. Like he got, he got. Uh, yeah, pro- he's doing himself no favors right now. Right, he hurt his groin and. Um, you know, Kobe was invincible until he started yes, getting hurt. I was just going to mention Nash that. was invincible until he started getting hurt. Like father time is undefeated. Yeah. This, this groin injury. Decline. Exactly. This first groin year. injury. There's going to be another groin injury next year. Right. Yeah. And maybe it's going to be longer and, or, or maybe not. And maybe he defies everything again. But I feel like it didn't line up the way he thought it was going to be. And that's why I, I do as much as I hate the Celtics. I do have to agree that L.A. 
has a bit of a bleaker timeline because let's also not forget that Davis is still under contract. Oh, so yeah. for should... all this foregone, all this foregone conclusion, like, Oh, well, Boston's got him now that... or, or LA's got him now. It's like, how about this? They both still don't have Davis and the Pelicans still might not trade him. Look Which at Paul George. I, look at Kawhi. I love that to me. That's such a boss move to be like, oh, we're not it's awesome. Trade. I look, one of my favorite got fired, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things I mean, about, yeah. Yes, but people trying to go to LA and then getting shipped to other places is so fun. Whether it's Kawhi, Paul George, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. I love they're like, okay, you know what? I want to go to LA. And then the, the, I feel like the GM just looks at their, uh, like looks at the NBA standings and they're like, okay, so where should I send him that is in LA? Hmm. It just basically starts there, you know? And then cause LA doesn't offer what other, like it's not a kind of like a faithful negotiation. So teams are not that interested in LA's prospects or dealing with LA. I just want to point one thing out that uh, a few months back KD said that LeBron James teams are toxic. That's and right. Everyone jumped oh, on this guy that. about it. And I was like, you know what? No. KD, you're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. It's not that he was calling LeBron James toxic. It was what is surrounded when you're on that team. Just look at the history, the coaches um, mm -hmm. uh, in Miami. The Luke Walton thing to yeah. me is that it's like that's a like peak LeBron. Yeah. And like, really, you're gonna fire Luke Walton? He yeah. gets coaches fired. Yeah. Like, it's not him, but at the same time, that's why I give all the credit in the world. Oh my God, his name, Eric Spolstra. He yes. survived that. Oh, I'm a huge. And he's still there. He is still there. He goes to Cleveland. Gets uh, David Blatt fired, <laughs> and then and then the funny the funny thing is Luke, um, sorry, he uh, what's his name takes over um, uh, Tyrone Lue. Yes, gets him fired, and now there's some rumor that Tyrone Lue is going to take over Luke Walton's job in the Lakers, and I'm like, oh wow, I heard Jason oh. Kidd. Which Ooh. made me laugh so hard. I was like, I don't know if LeBron, because Jason Kidd has an ego. That would be crazy. That would be like, that would that's be like, a disaster. Can, can, can you just see Jason Kidd doing like, spill my drink, spill my drink <laughs> thing to LeBron? You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, the, the spill my drink thing. Have you ever seen this, Matt? Yeah, it's dangerous. I don't appreciate it. Okay, fair enough. No, Matt. He was likes... in a Mavs jersey, so I loved it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he actually was. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but Matt, I'm with you on uh, court on court safety. Cheers. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Zion's coming in the league. He already ripped right through his shoe. That's right. Last thing I need is him slipping. Yeah, <laughs> you seem upset, he's, man. He's done it. He's done it as a player <laughs> and a coach. He bumps into Mike Woodson holding something. What's I don't know. What's wrong with him? Uh, uh, right on. The, he did it for Brooklyn though. When, when I think it was like uh, it was a player so who was shady. coming to him. Yeah. He was like he's like bumping to me. Bumping bumping into me. Into he was doing the lip reading thing, oh, and then he God. dropped the drink, and it's like oh it's God. and it was to buy extra time. And it's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. Is it like the coaching version of flopping? Like he's just yes. trying yes. to flop. As yeah, a coach. it literally is like it just works. It's like an old baseball so trick in basketball or something. He's a he's a smart guy, but um, yeah. you can't use his ball. It's flat. No, it's not. He pops it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel bad for any coach that that has to go through it, and it, it's it is a toxic environment. Yeah, and it's what you got to deal with when you have the best player in the world, but. Yeah, it's a pretty big price to pay. And I think that um, maybe we'll look back at this LeBron choice as like, man, you should have went to Philly or Houston or or whatever, or went to some team where you're joining talent and you're just there to crush it and yeah. win. Um, okay, let's do let's do one more NBA question before we do the uh, quickish questions. Um oh yeah, this is just kind of like a hypothetical. If you don't have like a specific opinion on it, it's cool. But um, 
I was listening to the uh, low. Uh, well, I always listen to the the low post um, mm-hmm. at the uh, Sloan conference, and he was talking to Daryl Morey, and they were uh, kind of hypothesizing about uh, what might happen with the playoffs, and they were talking about a you know an elaborate play in where uh, seeds eight through seven uh, or seeds eight and seven aren't guaranteed a spot in the playoffs and seven, eight, nine, and 10 have to do a playoff. So this happens in, it happens in hockey, right, Matt? Is yeah. there, there's a playoff for that last spot? Um, playoff spot or no? Well, there's, I know two, there's two wild card spots. So yeah. NFL, does. it really sucks the way it is because like, essentially you can finish like third in the yes. conference and you won't have home advantage. Right. In the playoffs. Um, but yeah, sorry. So just larger point, I guess, um, Catherine, I'll start with you. Are you, do you think the playoff format is worth tinkering with? I mean, it's not that long ago that the first round, uh, used to be best out of five. Uh, the Raptors have played the Knicks, uh, in best out of five. Oh, yeah, All yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan's whole run is uh, best out of five series in the first round. Um, so, do you think it's like it's 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 good or is it broken or well, I, I'm is not it worth tinkering with? I don't know. I'm not a fan of that suggestion specifically. Like I don't yeah. think we need a tournament for the eighth seed or anything like that. No, I honestly think the playoff format is fine the way it is. The only thing I would consider okay. is making it like sixteen, right? Instead of eight and wow. eight, because we're in the same spot, you know, because yeah. like because. Yeah. I, I, you know, before I used to be against this because I'm like, just because the Western Conference is stronger now doesn't mean it won't shift. But it's actually been like this for the better part of 20 years. Yeah. So I think also looking at the East right now, it's like, oh, my God, basically starting from seven, there's like 10 teams that have a losing record. Yeah. So I do think it's there's wild. something to be said for turning it into the top 16 and figuring out a bracket from there. But I don't think we need a tournament to determine what that bracket is. But um, the only other thing I was... Okay, I have another suggestion, but we can we can wait. <laughs> we can't finish the. Playoff. Well, I mean, do, 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 you have, do you have anything <laughs> Honestly, to add to that, Ryan? I was gonna no, echo. No. I was gonna echo one through sixteen. Reseed them. Uh, get okay, rid of- see, that's my wrinkle: is yeah. reseeding, not yeah. a bracket. Right. I would right. like to do one sixteen, and it. Re- oh wait, is that what you were saying, Ryan? Or yeah. No? So you just take the 16 best teams in the league, um, and then at that point, you get rid of the conferences, just reseed them. You'll have an interesting Golden State Warrior matchup versus probably like a low seed from the East. But, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. But I actually think hilariously this year, it would still be like Bucks pistons or whatever, <laughs> just because the Bucks do have the best record. Yeah. But but um, my thing was, the, I don't know if the NHL does this anymore, but they used to reseed every round. And I think that it would be cool to have one to 16 and you reseed every oh, round. So basically you're making that first spot, like the best record in the NBA, the most fortuitous possible. So that team gets to play the team with the worst record every single round. So there's none of getting stuck in a bracket or trying to avoid someone. The whole thing is like you have the best record possible so that in the playoffs you play the worst team possible. Makes a regular season better. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm for that. I'm Basically, I'm for anything that gets rid of the incentive to lose. Right. Right. So anything that eliminates that I'm for. And so the other the only, the one thing I was thinking about and I can't remember where I read this recently, but somebody was talking about. So this is this is my suggestion. And I don't think I'm the first person to invent this or anything. But I think I, I don't really understand the point of summer league. And I think. <laughs> It's to get the new guys 
Take alert. I think what we should do with Summer League is we should turn it into a tournament with the non-playoff teams. How and the winner you? of that tournament would get the top draft pick. Oh, so it's that oh, instead of the okay. draft lottery. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So there's always so it's kind an of like the summer league still, but it has way more importance. Yeah, that fixes tanking too because it completely fixes suck, tanking. Because you, you wouldn't want to be the still, word. It still no. gets the young guys involved. <laughs> it gets them like really competing for something that's meaningful and. It, it would make the sport like almost year round, right? So you would end up delaying the draft. Does, right? does Adam Silver listen to this podcast? And then I don't. Like, and oh, then, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I expect and then we'll, does, we'll does, get outside and he'll be there with Roger Goodell. And they're like, yeah. what do you guys think? You know what I mean? Like, so. And then I don't know, like, if you would then also delay free agency or not, but. It would still all happen before the next season, right? Oh yeah, but I wouldn't like, worry too much about the logistics on this pod. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but I really think like that would that would be really exciting, and it would fix a lot of issues. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, Matt, you got any wild wild playoff ideas or or regular season ideas? Like He's, one thing I hear a lot is trimming the regular season down, and I don't like that all the time. Personally. Also, I just want to say that I also think this tournament idea is good for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars because that format also needs fixing. And if anyone nice. who's listening is also a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, please we're find here. me on Twitter. We are best friends. <laughs> we are soulmates. A tie. If you were into both a of these things, Ru, thank you. Thank you. Rue, if you're listening, Rue. and I know yeah. you are, and we do appreciate <laughs> the emails. But uh, Rue, if you're listening, um, do what you got to do. You know I also mean? have theories to fix that for yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, who's uh, who's the next player here? Matt. Oh. Here we go. Tell Oh, yeah. Tell, Tell me, me something I don't know. And this is going to be a fun one. About oh. Sean Marks. You know who he is? Oh, yeah. Do you remember when he played for the Raptors? Not really. Played 13 games for us in the, uh, from 98 to 2000, over two seasons. Okay. Um, he was the first ever New Zealander to play in the NBA during that time. So the Raptor, he wow. played for the Raptors during that time too. So that's a fun little fact. <laughs> Whoa. You, you seem like you were going to say like a fun little fuck or something. You seem like you're like, you're like that you seemed a little bit angry That, about F, it. that F was humming. Yeah, you're, right, you're right. A fun uh, little fact. He, uh, I guess you obviously know he's the general manager of the Brooklyn Nets. That's right. Now, mm -hmm. what? Yeah, yes. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah, he does a lot of podcasts. He's a very good uh, podcast dude. Very informative. He does. He loves Flight of the Concords. He's a big fan of the Back Home Boys. <laughs> oh, thing. is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were wow. saying, does he? No, but no. You're telling he me is, that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> he has a tattoo of New Zealand on his back. Huge. Cheers. Um, <laughs> And although he's been asked thousands of times by teammates and fans to put another shrimp on the Barbie, he does not care for shrimp and he's not Australian. Wow. So he's, he's suffered a lot of confusion between New Zealand and yeah, it's, Australia. It, you're a New day. Zealander. Everyone makes fun of you. Sure. You know? Sure. So it must have been pretty relentless. Yeah. yeah poor guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's wrong with shrimp? I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's the only thing I, I think. About. I think it's because it's a it's RuPaul. A, if you're listening, talk to Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an Australian slander, yeah. right? Uh, and he's like, I'm from New I Zealand. I don't think my poor guy sounded sarcastic enough. He's, you know, <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of sheep Sorry, in folks. New Zealand. Uh, he's glad no one brought that up during his career. Wow, a lot Wild. of sheep. Ten sheep to wow. one person in New Zealand. Cheers to that. Um, okay, are you telling me New Zealand facts? <laughs> He's a part of New yeah, Zealand. This is a whole new uh, podcast. Yeah, now. okay. 
Okay, uh, I got some stuff on New Zealand too, okay? It's the extreme um, sport capital of the world. Cheers. Uh, did you know that... This is wild. Um, Steve, Adams, Steve Adams is uh, he's his idol. Steve Adams is Sean Marks' <laughs> idol? Other way around. Okay, right, right, right. Other way around. And keep your eyes peeled because <laughs> Steve Adams is going to be a Brooklyn Net one day. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, one key you know to that? another. Cheers. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, that would make me and that's, sad. And that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Quickish question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god That's the first time Matt Has called his own segment And you know what I'm gonna give you an A++ for that Wow Yeah when you override me That's pretty rad Um, Okay so here we go Quickish questions Um, Here's what's up I'm gonna meander through some questions Uh, They may or may not make sense You still have to answer them As quick as you can No phoning a friend As I like to say No delaying Just answer as quick as you can Sure I'll get all these wrong Do it Okay Ryan This come from Matt Which raptor Would would be best At bobsled And why I'm going to go Serge Ibaka. Ooh, that's what, that was my Ooh. first choice. I, I like that. A lot of torque. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Catherine, it's come from Jim. Okay. Which Raptor, past or present, has the best clothing logo? I'm not familiar with all the logos. Like, I know Lowry's seven. Lowry's seven. Kawhi's got the claw. Norman Powell, NP. Oh, Norman Powell. Oh, Demar's yeah. wearing it. Yeah. Demar. Oh, wow. Um... No, those don't really stand okay. out to me. So for you, you know, I'll go with pass. the seven. Also, because uh, it kind of reminds me of a uh, Nikki Hilton days way back. She used to wear hats with seven on oh. it. Okay, tip our hat to Nikki. Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would happen on this podcast. <laughs> this is good. That's what happens when you bring Catherine on. You got a hat yes, tip to Nikki. True. Okay, I'm always bringing up the TMZ references. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we want. Okay, Matt. I love it. Um, it's come from Andre. Andrew. Are the refs genuinely unfair towards the Raptors? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I like, I like the confidence there, you I, nut. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I was getting Ryan's questions right. right now. <laughs> Ryan, it's come from Andre. Yeah. Which Eastern Conference player outside of Giannis scares you the most in a playoff series? I'm going to go Blake. Blake Griffin. Oh. Yeah. I like that answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Catherine. Mm. This come from Tom. Who would win in a matchup between all the ex Raptors on the Spurs versus Grizzlies? Which group would you root for? We're oh. talking DeRozan and Pirtle and and Gay and Bellinelli versus JV Wright, Miles and Bruno. Oh, the Spurs are winning that. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Spurs Honestly, are winning that. Sad, like you, yeah. You hear that, Bruno? Also, still also like, that probably is the team that I'm rooting for, too. Right. Demar is the best player. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. former Raptor, so. Also, like, most of those players were starters, most, on the Raptors, and most of those players on the Grizzlies team were bench players. Very fair. True. Yeah. Okay, Matt, it's come from Tom. When an NBA player does ad reads on their podcasts, is that more similar to podcaster cosplay or LARPing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, I don't proofread these questions. 
That's what's up. Um, I thought it was a funny one. I, I like that it, uh, that there's something called podcaster cosplay. So yeah, you gonna go with that? Is that our own form of LARPing though? I don't know. I How think, deep do we have to go? With this, this is a meta question. Is okay? that like when an NBA player just puts on glasses and a beanie hat? Yeah. <laughs> when, some, when someone like uh, Uncle Drew's a podcast, uh, yeah. like oh this guy's not good at podcasting. Whoa, he's really good. What um, are you for Halloween? I'm NPR. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be that. I'm serial. Let's, yeah, let's, let's please be that. Um, I'll be FM radio player. Yeah, um, perfect. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Matt. I took over. Uh, no. Um, please. <laughs> um, uh, it's hilarious that this question's coming to you because I, I know me and Catherine's answer. Um, oh. Actually, sorry. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> Scratch that whole preface. Um, Ryan, it's come from Jess. Honestly? Okay. Fair enough, Matt. Okay. Uh, uh, this is coming from Jess. Um, if Toronto got a WNBA franchise, oh, God. Uh, w- uh, what should it be called? What's the team name? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to think of something so cheesy. I know. I've, I've been down this road before. Don't worry. The boardroom of men who decide this will also think of something cheesy. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Like the first thing that I just think of is Leafs. And then I'm just like, and then I'm oh. just thinking like Ets, which is stupid. Yeah. Leafettes. Leafettes. Oh, Leafettes. <laughs> <laughs> that is stupid. Yeah, it's got to be something yeah. like Canadian, yeah. like uh, a bit. Any, you know I mean? like, yeah. any name that ends with Ets will get backlash. Et. Yeah, it that's would. true. <laughs> yeah, that would. It would get so much backlash. That's uh, yeah, yeah that, 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 that's viral. Yeah. Um, What's the what's the dinosaur that spit on Newman in Jurassic oh Park? My God. Oh, another dinosaur! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the Toronto Triceratops. Yeah. Is it no? It's the one who's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I've what, made that noise. We make that way noise more than I'd like to admit. The team comes in the in the arena. Yeah, yeah that would be really <laughs> like. Really messed up. Let's, yeah. let's come up with the dinosaur that hisses at people. <laughs> I want to hear the, the names of you guys. What I should come up with, Catherine? Do you do you have a name for, for WMA team? I don't have a name. See, I always go to Huskies, but then I'm like, oh no, is that like offensive? Oh, well, you know what I mean? Or well, I'm like, is well, that like? I would like the Husky. Yeah, because it's like a throwback. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it ha- at least it has a the history that's yeah. rooted yeah. here. Um, so yeah, but new logo in jerseys. I'm not a fan of like just do something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's a quickie question. That yeah, uh, I need a yeah. Lot yeah it's of a thinker. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Thinker. The Toronto Roberta Bondar. <laughs> the Toronto Dillo. Uh, Fos- the Toronto hissing dinosaurs. Yeah, the Toronto hissing dinosaurs. Toronto Dillo Fosaurus. That's what it is. Oh wow, Matt looked it up. Still couldn't pronounce it. Cheers. Okay, Catherine. Here we go. It comes from Jonathan. For. Uh, oh, so you know what? Sorry, uh, we, we, me and Jonathan chatted because we this was about the Eastern Conference oh my God. playoff opponents. Okay, I'm messing up. Uh, Catherine, this is coming from Timber. Okay. Um, describe in detail the emotions you went through when you found out the Raptors' big announcement last night was about playing two preseason games in Japan. Yeah, I... Oh, man. I was so disappointed. Yeah. Because I'm thinking like 9 p.m., I know. Announcement that it was going to be huge. Okay. 
Kawhi resigns. That's what. Yeah. And so does Siakam. Yeah, no yeah. or just yeah. like something big because it's like yeah. a prime time announcement. I was like, actually, my mind went to like back when like Magic Johnson had to announce he was sick. Oh my god! Well, I actually, it's funny you say that because I kind of went to tragic territory too. Yeah, because it's like that's like real, like it's sudden. Yeah. It has to happen today. Like usually announcements like that are like in the morning. News picks it up. I know. Yeah. Like I like I was on Facebook and I was like waiting for like the little live feed to happen and then the second it started and I realized what it was I turned it off. I guess, but it's their time maybe. Yeah. That. Yeah. But if like I, I talked to to my bro Thomas today and and also Jonathan, um and uh made a cool post, um just talking about like if you were in Japan you don't have access to like NBA players so but a it, Houston versus Toronto game like you're getting stars it would be really cool oh yeah it's gonna it be, be great. huge but I think for Raptors fans we're so on edge yeah that we're, we're so like whoa, whoa what happened uh, did Bomber get charged with tampering or and of course like the 9 p.m. time makes sense because it was the morning in Japan yes do you think the teams will hang out together when they're there Oh, 100%. I think so. Like karaoke one night, anything? Like, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The um, stars, yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if Kawhi is still with us and does karaoke. Oh, my God. Imagine he has a beautiful <gasps> voice. Oh, my God. Okay, oh my Matt. Gosh. This one's going to be... I'm getting carried away. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to be hard, okay? Um, Tom oh says, God. do your best impersonation of Dikembe Mutombo's This Is Why We Play. Mm. If you oh, never heard wow. it, just heard imagine yeah. that Dikembe Mutombo has the deepest voice you can ever imagine. Yeah, yeah. And I have to. <laughs> so you have to say, "This is why we play." It's deep. Oh, it's rasp. High voice. I'll try though. It's deep. It's rat. It's like. <clears throat> oh, okay. This is good. Go, go. This is why we play. <laughs> um, I don't know what that was, but your face looked great. So that, you almost have to like scrunch. You, you got to contort like, because because uh, it's got some of this. Oh, is he oh, like, oh, oh that's not bad. That's pretty solid. This is why we play. Oh, wow. That sounds like that's yeah. me trying to do Batman though. or Doctor Claw. That's me being like <laughs> like or Bane. Batman, scream my name, Batman. You okay, you need a Batman. new puppet character. I do. Um, honestly, just I'm, for that point, if you've been hanging out listening to this pod, I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, uh, three more questions, Ryan. Um, this is coming from Timber. Uh, explain uh, Marcin Gortat's uh, uh, Polish BA Baraka's haircut. So, if you don't know who Polish BA Baraka <laughs> is, he's referencing Mr. T. Yeah, from yeah. The, so he's got so I haven't seen the new cut. So Gortat's got that. He's got a shaved head with the mohawk. Oh, nice. So what's your explanation for that? Uh, does it does it look Zangiefish from Street oh, Fighter? It definitely looks like Zangief. I haven't seen it for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that give someone that's a three sixty DDT. Picturing right now Zangief yeah. from Street Fighter. I think that's a good enough explanation. Yeah. If anything, he yeah. watched Street Fighter once. Um, <laughs> Zangief. Okay. <laughs> I love Zangief. Um, all right, Catherine. Mm -hmm. uh, it's coming from Tristan. Uh, give your expected Rotten Tomatoes score for Space Jam 2. Oh, it's going to be rough. Uh, I'm going to say 25%. Oh, ouch. I think it's going to be a terrible movie. Okay. And Matt, last question. Okay. What's the tagline for Space Jam 2? <laughs> Space Jam 2? Um... We've still got it. 
<laughs> nice. Really inspiring. <laughs> that um, actually might be the yeah, tagline. Yeah, it might, it might be. Um, okay, that's the pod. Uh, wow. Yeah, thanks so much for doing it. Um, Catherine, you got anything going on you feel like plugging? Not particularly. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. What about Twitter? your showcasey stuff? Oh, yeah. That, well, it's that, tomorrow. Is that under wraps? Well, this pod will come out yeah. tomorrow. Oh, great. Yeah. Live at five. If you're looking for something to do <laughs> on a Wednesday night in the Toronto area. Is it at Comedy Bar? Yeah, you can come on down to Comedy Bar. A bunch of us are doing a showcase for CBC Radio. Ooh. Sweet. Well, congrats. Yeah. That's huge. Yes, thank you. Um, Ryan, what's uh, what's up? You got anything going on? Right now, uh, aside from just following me on uh, pretty much every social media, it's at, at R.A. Henry. Um, I am on pressbasketball.com, uh, cool. website that I started a few years ago along with some mates, um, do, uh, some pods, uh, here and there, uh, some uh, kind of cool videos, uh, just, you know, talking, uh, the good word of basketball. So spreading the good word yeah. of basketball, <laughs> good word of basketball. And so, yeah, it's pressbasketball.com. Cool. Pressbasketball.com. Check it out. Um, they probably need good ratings and reviews too. So go there and do that. Um, Matt, thanks so much yeah. for uh, for yeah. being you. Thanks you know? for having me. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. This uh, this pod's episode ninety nine. What's that? It's episode ninety nine. Oh, yes. Oh, you we know should, what? We should let them. That's know. That's right. We should let them know what's going on. So, um, see, this is this is why Matt's the real MVP. Okay, <laughs> um, because I just want to I just want to say a bunch of shit. Peace out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Forward. So this is episode ninety nine. Um, in two weeks, uh, we're going to do uh, episode one hundred on the 19th and I'm going to get a bunch of guests and we're going to do hot takes. Uh, we're going to do five minute hot takes and just rifle through the hottest of the hottest takes since we are a fan podcast. Mm -hmm. um, Ryan, Catherine, please do it. Uh, if you we'll want, call me, you in. me and Matt are going to be calling people. Yeah. It's going to be wild. Fraser Crane style, yeah, baby. Yeah, we're going to be Fraser craning everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roz and Fraser. But, uh, but yeah, thanks so much for the support, everyone. Um, yeah. We will, uh, so, we will get these beautiful toques we made uh, online uh, yeah. to purchase at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. Uh, rate, review, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, see you in two weeks. Bye. 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 It's the Confederacy of Dunks. Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Podcast.